On this episode of the Grow Our Plateau podcast, we have Corey Lawson from Howard Hanna. He joins us to discuss how he uses social media and how it's impacted his business. Corey is a real estate agent in central New York and also recently became a certified instructor teaching social media classes for CE credits. Let's get into it. All right, cool. Corey, thank you for hopping on the podcast today. I appreciate you uh, taking some time to chat with me here. Um, so why don't you jump in, kind of just introduce yourself, where you're from, what you do, and how you got into real estate. Yeah, I feel like I got to adjust my chair so I look taller in the frame, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, no, I am, my name's Corey Lawson. Uh, you and I have worked together for a long time since I've been in the business. You've actually uh, been one of those people who uh, have always been very supportive of my business. So first, I just want to make sure you get your laurels and you get some love. Uh, but I've been at Howard Hanna since uh, 2018 when I got into real estate. And uh, I got out of retail management and I have not looked back ever since. Real estate has just been uh, a lot more fulfilling, you know? Yeah. It's yeah, a nice gig. Sure. It's, it's kind of those things where you kind of like to help people, right? That's kind of like your... Yes. Yeah. And that's kind of like that was what retail was, but it was really like very surface level. I worked at a farm and tractor store. So it was like, hey, here's a lawnmower. See you later. Or, hey, here's a yeah. drywall putty or like just random stuff that doesn't f never really had like a close connection, you know. So yeah. uh, now it's a it's a I'm in a career that allows me to like fill my cup as well as somebody else's where sure. retail, I was just punching a clock every single day. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you, when you first started, I mean, we pretty much, you know, I got licensed, I mean, me slightly before you, like we came into the business pretty much about the same time. Um, did you always, you know, want to, or feel comfortable doing social media or just kind of like knew it was something like, Hey, I have to do, I've got to put my name out there. Uh, it was always something that I did. Like I always liked social media just in terms of like, I like the idea. Honestly, it was just an opportunity for me to connect with, uh, like old friends from high school. I had a lot of friends from high school that I really loved and appreciated hanging out with. So, you know, when everybody starts going their separate ways, like college or they move to another state, it was a way for me to still like feel connected to them. And even like in the training aspect, like we could have a visitor come to our gym and then I don't see them ever again. But with social media, I could like stay in touch with them. I could see what they're doing. And it's uh, it's just made connections uh, a lot easier for me. But when I yeah. moved into real estate, that was when I really saw like the opportunity to turn it into kind of like a prospecting gig. Like you'd really turn it and show, uh, you know, a good side of yourself for one and two also use it to kind of promote your business. Yeah. Yeah. It's like almost expanding your like sphere of influence, right? Yeah, like right, right. Where your friends might know someone or whatever. Yeah. And that's like, well, Facebook was very much like, that's just like in your bubble, right? And there's never, there's hardly any outreach from that unless you, bump into somebody, oh, what's your Facebook? As opposed to like Instagram or TikTok, it's a little bit more like you can get organic growth outside of your bubble from people who are just like mm -hmm. into the same interests at you as you. Yeah, yeah. So how did you, how did you, when you first started, did you do paid advertising or did you just go right to the organic, just kind of putting yourself out there? Yeah, I did a lot of, uh, when I first got in, I did uh, a lot of like Facebook paid uh ads and honestly i felt like the ads were kind of trash but i don't know if that was 
like user error on my part like if i just wasn't setting good parameters for the ad uh or like good search criteria uh, and i recently tried it again and it's very trash i mean i <laughs> i wore i had like this shirt on like my yellow one of my yellow shirts i love this shirt so much and uh for some reason it went to like it broadcast to uh, like alaska and i just got i had like people ripping on me saying oh, i'm not going to take real estate advice from a guy who's wearing like a, a picnic shirt <laughs> so yeah. so i moved away from the the facebook leads but a lot of now what like i've been uh focused on just like organic growth how can you just like grow your sphere yep. organically without like jamming real estate down their throat yeah yeah see now it's funny like so that was always and i think that's always kind of a hesitancy right to get into social media because there are those trolls out there that yeah. will you know kind of shit on you and yeah and make fun of you and whatever but it's kind of like learning how to block them out and understanding that like i just gotta keep moving forward because there's gonna be someone that wants to work with me right right so yeah i there's uh, a that, funny that story like when uh uh, I, I usually surf Reddit at night. It's usually like my habit. Right before I go to bed, I surf just Reddit. And uh, when my son was born, I had posted in the subreddit, uh, made me smile. And I'm just like, look, I have a newborn son. This is awesome, right? And uh, yeah. it blew up and it went on the on the front page of Reddit, which I was not expecting. And I had like a no lot shit. of messages from people that like reached out and were like, congratulations on being a dad. Just remember first time dad. You know, it can be tough, but if you are, uh, you know, stay, remind yourself that you love them very much. And, you know, like these very like really warming, yeah. like really like nice messages. But then I had comments that were like, look at this a-hole, like using his kid for Internet clout. And like, yeah, that, that Isn't was amazing. Like, dude, that was for me. That was a, that was hard because <laughs> I was yeah. up with him in the hospital and I'm looking at all these comments and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. But you have to like but, shut those off. You can't like. Yeah. You can't pay attention because those are just dummies from the internet who knows zero things about you. You know what I mean? And they're just making right. a snap judgment on you. On, I'm just sharing one of my happiest moments of my life. I was like, oh my God, look at my son. is wonderful, you know? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's crazy. So you just got to let it, it roll it can, off your shoulders. But man, it can be hard. <laughs> it can be hard. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I just... I, that's what I do is like in my head I'm just like all right these are just some like some trolls that are probably sitting in there like their like mom's basement who don't have a life and like yeah. this is just what they do yeah. you know what I mean do you do but, a lot of paid um, ads with your stuff because I've never like I haven't dabbled in it too much no I don't I, I used I did them for maybe six months um and it's tough for us so like on our side it's really hard to target the right market for it because mm -hmm. Facebook has changed who you can and can't target Right. So it's a really broad kind of, you have to start really broad and then try and like, you know, I did videos, right? So like if they watched my video for more than like 20 seconds or whatever it was, then they got, you know, another video. And then if they watched that for a certain amount of time, they got like an offer where like we would take, you know, $200 off their closing costs or whatever it is. So that's kind of how I whittled it down. Um, but the people that came through that, you know, I was getting maybe one or two a month, but of that, I think I had like one closing in yeah. the six months that came from Facebook. Yeah. It just didn't, the paid stuff didn't work. Right. I've had way more success like you with just the organic stuff, right? So I focus more on like the the educational stuff. Right. You know, educating people on like the mortgage process, commonly asked questions, that kind of stuff. Is that kind of like the content you focus on too? 
Yeah, I like um, listings. I'm a big fan of uh, Tom Ferry. And I know there's some agents out there that kind of cringe with him because he's very like high energy. But um, it's like a Gary V, right? Kind of. Yeah, yeah, he's very, yeah, very Gary V. Like, and I I like I like them, too. But I I like to take them both like in moderation. And um, he always has a saying or be the knowledge broker. Like if you are just giving out free education and free information on uh, different parts of your business, not only are you seen as like an expert in the field, but also people see that as you just being like genuine and not holding your information underneath a a commission. You know what I mean? And it just um, I that really stuck with me. He said, be the knowledge broker in your area. So it's just like I would just take questions that I would normally get from buyers that I was answer, answering over and over and over again and just doing like a quick, you know, like a talking head video, like kind of like what you do. And you have the same format, like you're taking those those people who are talking this, those questions that you ask every single day that you have to answer, you know? Yep. Yep. You push out there. Even if like, you know, I don't know about you, but like, where do you get your like ideas for content, right? Let's say you're stuck and you're like, oh man, I don't know. I got to create a video, but I'm not sure. You know, I already answered this one. I already answered this one. Yeah. Like, where do you get your like ideas from? I have uh, like a, a document, a Word document in my Google Drive that is just like a running video idea list, right? So it's like mm-hmm. if I find myself in a week answering like the same questions or if I feel like that would be a, a good question to answer, uh, I'll just pop it in, in the Word document. And then this way, like mm-hmm. when I'm trying to figure out what should I make, what should I what should I put out there? I refer to that list and then I just kind of kind of just check box it as I go through just so I know I'm not like right. kind of spitting the same information out. You sure. Know? Um, do you but, do any scripting? Yes, that's that's a good question. Like I there are some videos when I go more in depth, like uh, ones questions that I don't ask too much. A video that I had just done um, was about the Realtor Code of Ethics one seven which is uh, basically says uh, the listing agent is required by the code of ethics to present any and all offers to uh, the seller up until the closing, right? So even if it's under contract, they're still required to, to show uh, whatever purchase offer that they get, right? So I was in an incident where one of my clients, we didn't know like the answer for, and I found it in, in the code of ethics. So I scripted that part, right? Like I scripted mm-hmm. the, the words from it because I wanted to make sure the wording was coherent and also matched up sure. with, with the code of ethics. But then like um, the recent video I did was about um, NAR does like a home buyer survey every year. They put out like a booklet every year. And in 2021, it was, um, I have it written down, it was 80 some, 82% of people uh, who used a real estate agent just interviewed one agent. So that yeah. I just was like, oh, that's interesting. Read the statistic and then I just kind of rattled it off my head. Um, yeah. But if you're creating content consistently, you probably want to script it just so you have a goal and a clear objective. With that video, I was just like, wow, I didn't even know that was a statistic. That's, that's crazy. a crazy stat, right? Yeah, yeah. That's 82% crazy of people just interview one agent and that's who that's who they go with. So interesting i always thought it was like like a few yeah i know i I thought it would be like a lot lower but we're kind of in an age like when you sit down and think about it we're in an age where a lot of people uh especially in my generation just go on zillow they see a house they click show set up showing and then Mm -hmm. they're with the agent that paid for the leads and now they're with that agent and now like 
they don't want to leave that agent or maybe they're right. fearful that they're locked in some kind of contract. And then yeah. also the general population doesn't know that you can interview other agents, you know. So right, it right, kind of right. makes sense when you start thinking of it that way. But I was shocked. I was like, wow, who would have yeah. who would have thought, you know? You- See, that's really interesting. So now that like I mean, that further emphasizes the point of like getting on social media, doing video and educating people, right? Because if if you're doing videos, right? And you're putting them out, you know, if, even if it's one a week, right? Your name and face is getting out there and your knowledge is getting out there. So by the time they reach out to you, they already kind of have a sense of your personality, how you talk, mm-hmm. you know, what you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. And doing those too, like set. you get people that want to work with you. Like the, like the yeah. people that come to you are, are willing to work with you because they're like, listen, I've seen your videos. I've seen, uh, you post a video of your son or I saw that you do martial arts and all this stuff is kind of like common threads between us. So I want to work with you and they've already got a glimpse of, of you. So yeah. I find that a lot of the clients that I'm working with is not like a random person that I met online. It's usually like someone like really wanted to work with me because they, they liked what, what was out there that, that I put out. Sure. So it gives it, yeah. um, it almost seems like I'm working with a different, clientele as opposed to like if you pay for leads and you meet a random stranger online they don't know you you don't know them you have to sell yourself a little bit more to them you know so it's kind of like a catch-22 because those leads are really great like you can really become a top producer by getting some of like paying for some of the online leads sure sure yeah so do you see like the educational stuff that's i think that sounds like what you focus on the most is that what you've seen the most success with yeah it's education uh the the most success with because it's just answering like common questions that I get a lot. Like, do you have to put 20% down? No, you don't have to. Right. And it's, it's like the same questions that, that you get sometimes, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. just trying to dispel some myths and also just be like, I want to be their go-to source of information on things, you know, doesn't, doesn't cost anything to, for me to give information to somebody. It'd be a more educated position. And I've also, really liked teaching and educating in the martial arts side of my world. So it's like it kind of the two worlds collide because yeah. I just I like educating people and helping them, yeah. uh, you know, just feel more comfortable in their decisions with things, you know? Yeah. So we were we were talking a little bit before we started recording this of like what you have plans and what you did up in Saratoga, New York recently, right? Where you taught a uh, social media class. Yeah, it was a crazy. So like I took this like uh they have a course is called the instructor training Institute, which is like a three day class you go through. Uh, and it basically shows you how to teach in front of people. Uh, at the end of the course, you have to like put on a 15 minute presentation. Um, so I did that course. I really liked it. It was awesome, but I was kind of like hesitant because I was like, I don't know, I'm five years in the business. Do people even really want to hear from me? Like, like there's going to be people in my class who've been a, agent since before I was born. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I was just like very, I very self doubted myself. Right. Sure. Then, um, my manager asked if I would do teach like an Instagram course. So I built like an hour long course and I did Instagram cause I was like comfortable with it. Like I knew, I know how it works. I know the in and outs and I could at least explain some of the basic functions to, to people. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, after that one, the, uh, Utica manager contacted me, asked if I could teach the class to her agents. And then 
after that, my old manager, Shauna, in the Manlius Casanova office, asked I would go out yeah. there and show her. So it like steamrolled. And then literally like a week later, uh, I got a phone call from one of the managers that said, hey, so NISAR uh, is going to be in Saratoga Springs. They put on like this like convention where, you know, it's all about like educating different uh, courses. And it's just like uh, kind of like a nice co- like a conference for real estate agents. And uh, that's more like state level. So Long Island, northern New York, you know, everybody meets in Saratoga Springs. They Mm -hmm. said um, we had somebody lined up to teach cybersecurity, but they had their schedule changed. We have an opening. Would you would you want to would you want to do it? And I was like, uh, what am I going to do? They're like Instagram. (laughs) You could teach the Instagram class. And I'm like, I'm thinking I'm like, who's going to want to even like sit through that like I I don't have a name for myself, nothing, right? No one's going to want to willingly sit through it, you know? And uh, I ended up teaching in front of, um, I think there was about 40 people in the classroom. Wow. And it's just a real basic, like, overview of Instagram. It's like how you can use it to get a little bit more organic growth and how you can uh, really use it to kind of help leverage your business a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just was like, it was like a snowball effect. Like as the snowball got down the hill, it just got bigger and bigger. And I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Oh my God. Like, this is, this is wild. This is crazy. Yeah. That's so, crazy. So yeah, it's been, uh, it's fun. And I, after I did that event, I was, uh, I realized that I think I, I had something here and I, I, and I enjoy it. I mean, I teach every Friday martial arts, but I'm not teaching somebody how to f- punch each other in the face. I'm just, I'm showing other agents how to use Instagram. You know what I mean? So right. it's a little like different kind of feel, you know? Did, the, did did some of the feedback surprise you too? Like they were like, wow, this is... Yeah, like, yeah. The feedback, surprising. dude, was wild. Like I, I was like when I... F- before I did the presentation, I was so nervous, but when I just started talking, like it just was like everything just felt real natural. And then yeah. at the end of it, uh, Roseanne Farrows, who's like a, she's a big time uh, Long Island real estate agent. She does a lot of education for NISAR. So she's like mm-hmm. the go-to teacher that teaches a lot of different designation classes. She's got this like this beautiful Long Island accent. She's like, honey, listen, you did a great job. I got some pointers for you. I'm going to give you some tips. I'm going to help you get a little bit better. We're going to tweak it and we're going to, we're going to get you a little bit better. I was like, damn. Okay, cool. All right, okay. sweet. Yeah. And like a lot of people came up to me and saw, felt like they had value to the class. So I don't know. I feel like that was really the Kickstarter to where I was like, okay, I think I could really do this as, as a side gig to real estate, you know, like yeah. really kind of give back to the real estate community and kind of like a more positive way again to the education portion of it you know what i mean yeah now did you so the class was insta just instagram yeah really like basic overview we just kind of talked about like this is what instagram is there's four pillars to their business you know you have the stories regular posts uh reels and you can go live right so mm-hmm. we talked all about that we talked a little bit about how to build your your profile so it has like uh like a brand to it um mm-hmm. and uh then we talked about like how you should create your content and like what sh- what should you focus it around so it was uh it was really cool i mean the feedback i got was like you said, like just surprising i yeah i thought for sure i, w- I was gonna lose some people but they, they really seem to like it that's awesome now did you choose instagram is that because that's where you kind of had the most success yeah or is that instagram's like your favorite platform or yeah instagram's definitely my 
more successful platform like I always uh, one of the parts we talk about in the presentation is like uh, using whatever content you create and putting it on all platforms. But like, you know, each platform has a different crowd. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. LinkedIn is like business to business referrals. Like I'm not I don't really capture clients on LinkedIn, but it's targeting other professionals in in my business. Right. And then it's yeah, like you're not gonna post, post a TikTok video on on LinkedIn. Yeah, right, right. right. And yeah. like you could, and it, there's you should like you should take all your content and like recycle it. Not not like sure. recycle it, but like put it out on every single platform. Cross promote. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's what when you do that is you're hitting all these different spheres of people who like don't normally like Frank. Frank is one of my guys at the gym. I uh, love this dude very much and he's very business minded, but the dude does have, has no Facebook, no Instagram. He has a LinkedIn cause that's very important to him in his business. He networks a lot mm. and that's how he, that's how he generates his business. So he sees my stuff on LinkedIn as opposed if I was just posting on Instagram, he would never see any of my stuff. So cross promoting and doing it on all those platforms yeah. only kind of helps your, like you're casting a wider net essentially. Yeah. Um, right which so, a lot of people don't so do kinda, like whatever you post on facebook just copy paste put it in on linkedin right right do you do or how do you go about like youtube right like that's a whole i feel like that's a whole other like animal right because yeah. that's like more long form stuff right. obviously they have like youtube shorts now which i have not really gotten into yet but do you do anything on YouTube or anything like that? You should, dude. You you would you would kill it on Instagram or on uh, YouTube Shorts because it's essentially just TikToks and Instagram Reel. But with right. YouTube, they're doing it a little bit different. Is there are they are giving you the power of the search engine to always have that those videos around, right? So it's like right. the the habit of like posting on Instagram Reels is that's got the the lifespan of a fruit fly. Right. In 24 hours, your reel's gone, dissipated into the feed, never to be seen again. Right. Yeah. But YouTube, it's it's tied to the search uh, search algorithm. So like if you're typing in, uh, you do a video on uh, mortgage rates and somebody's typing them in, like you can appear on that search. Like the longevity for YouTube reels is right. way, way longer than uh, like TikTok right. or uh, Instagram. Uh, but with YouTube. It's funny at t- people's attention span. Yeah, yeah, and that's and it's like short because you have short form video and long form video, right? You have the two, um, and the way that I I did my YouTube page was more like a mix of who I am, just like I do with any other social media mm-hmm. platform. It's like there's a subject for there's like a playlist of Muay Thai, there's a playlist of real estate, and there's a playlist of uh, like just family stuff or like other videos that sure. I do when I'm putzing around, and. Um, that is just is a little bit different because the the shelf life on those longer videos is just so much longer. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's in uh, the YouTube library and it's way more easy to discover that that video again. You know, as opposed to right. 24 hours and it's gone. You know, gone. I'm surprised right. you don't have a, a YouTube. I feel like you would kill it on YouTube. I have so I have a YouTube. Um, I don't. I don't post for whatever reason, and I have to. And maybe maybe I'll do that this weekend. But I have to, I have all my videos right, you know, saved or whatever from Instagram yeah. where they're short that I could just upload to YouTube. Right. Um, I just for whatever reason I just and haven't reels, done yet because I've been only ninety seconds. YouTube shorts is sixty seconds. So whenever I'm doing a short right. video, I try to do it only so a minute so I can cross yep. 
promote to all the yeah. all the sources. Yeah, it's, that's what I try and do too. I try and keep it a minute so I can cross exactly the same thing, yeah. cross promote. But but yeah, I I, I totally I, I know it's it's important. I need to get on there because I mean, like you like you were saying, it's it's Google owns YouTube, right? So mm-hmm. when you post on there, it lives forever there. And right. It's in Google Google's ecosystem. So. Yeah, and like the the lifespan of that content is so so much longer uh and that's like one of the gripes a lot of people say is like i spent all this time doing the video and then i never see it again but i like yeah. figure out ways to just to reuse that video like take that video mm-hmm. do you have a blog that you post you should put it in your website like if you have a blog post make make a blog post and now it lives forever on your web page and it's the searchability right. is even even better you know so there's right. more things you could do with social media where you can really like wring that towel out and really get all that that organic growth. Mm-hmm. With you, yep. do you prefer Instagram or TikTok or? I prefer Instagram, like you. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm comfortable on it. I think I understand how it works a little bit better than like TikTok. Like, here's a perfect example, like TikTok, right? Like, I did a video. It was a stupid video. Like, it was literally maybe six seconds long. I did like one of those like face stretchy things, whatever, and it got you know, 600,000 views, right? And then I do another video that's, you know, short, similar to it, you know, whatever, and it gets like 300 views. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't really get, I don't understand how it works. Yeah. Um, where like Instagram reels, I, I kind of feel like I understand why someone's seeing my stuff mm-hmm. and why it's gotten X amount of views versus TikTok where it's just kind of like 600,000, then like four and then 300, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that, um, that can be the same thing with YouTube shorts too. It's the same thing. Sometimes you're like, I don't understand why this video caught fire. And then other times yeah. you're like, here's a great piece of content. I really put a lot of time and effort in and it gets two views and one's from my dad yeah. and one's from my wife. So it's like, I don't understand how it works. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, thanks mom. Yeah, <laughs> thanks for watching my video, mom. Yeah. Did you, were you always yeah. on Instagram? You know, I started doing Instagram like, more heavily just before COVID, I'd say. Mm. Um, so probably for, you know, almost, almost three years, almost what was that, two and a half years now. Yeah. Um, started focusing more on, um, real estate specific, um, educational content, that kind of thing. Um, I don't kind of veer off, you know, I kind of have my own personal Instagram, but I really only post my business account. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll post some family stuff on like my stories, that kind of thing. Um, but for the most part, everything is educational, focused on real estate, whether it's talking about mortgages or like having investment properties, right? I talk about that a little bit on there. Um, you know, I, I, I stay with like real estate focused. Yeah. Cause you do a lot of investment properties too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we have a bunch of investment properties. So I, I've done a couple of videos where, you know, I analyze a deal, right? Like why did I, you know, move forward with this property versus the other one? Mm-hmm. Right. So I kind of take people through that. Um, we have a lot of like regulations and like, you know, compliance that we have to go through. So I can't, you know, talk about rates and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I have to be careful there. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I really do truly stay like focused to, um, real estate where this, you know, this will be on a separate uh, platform, but I'll cross promote it on my business page too. Yeah. And that's, that's the great thing is like, how can you refresh it and take that stuff that you like spent a lot of time with? How can you refresh it and put it into another medium? I think that's uh, one thing a lot of us can get better at. How can you repurpose that stuff? Yeah. You know, I need to get better at it. Like I, like I said, like you just said, like I'm bad with it too. I'm like, dude, I know. I just like, 
I don't know. I just haven't done it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think for me, like I avoided YouTube completely for a while because I didn't know how it worked and I was afraid yep. of it. And that's also, I'm not on TikTok because I don't know how it works and I'm afraid of it. <laughs> and I, yeah. and also there's another part of me that it's like, it's hair pulling. It's a black I, hole. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't like, I, <laughs> I already have a wormhole that's like Reddit and like <laughs> Twitter yeah. and, you know, Instagram. I'm like, do I want to add another time sucker to it? I, I, I don't know. Right. Like, I, I, but I, I've, I, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I, for me, I found out that like, if I can put a time limit on how long I'm spending on these apps, it, it helps me. Cause like if, yeah, I'll just get lost on, on doom scrolling, you know? Yeah. You start at eight o'clock and then wait, wait a second. It's four in the morning. Wait, what? Oh my God. It's four in the morning. What the heck? Yeah. I just watched videos yeah. of dudes cooking outside for six hours. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wild, but you know, like kind of going off that we're like, you know, I, I don't necessarily understand YouTube shorts and you were a little intimidated by YouTube as well. It's kind of one of those things where like, if someone's hesitant with a platform, right, you kind of just have to like jump in maybe for us too. Like you just kind of have to jump in and yeah. utilize it and figure it out. You know what I mean? There was a good it's, saying, um, that, I uh, was like, thought i had it written down it was like if you're not embarrassed by your first try you waited too long right when whoa that's good right i love this line because yeah. it's like of course the first video you do the very first tiktok you do the first uh marketing thing you do for your business is always gonna suck always mm -hmm. right and you're gonna mm -hmm. hate it right but like the fact that you did it is more important than making everything perfect and ready yeah. to go because it's good you'll yeah. you're gonna look back on your on your very first piece of content that you made do you remember like the first video that you made oh yeah it was awful yeah like you watch the camera, the camera like, angle sucked the lighting sucked yeah, yeah i'm like right. can i delete that like, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so you wait too long it's just it's you waited you're, nothing's ever going to be perfect on your first try right done's better than perfect yeah right exactly yeah, yeah. it could have sounded yeah. better than myself like my first episode of the of my podcast with, was with my manager Shauna, and I cannot listen mm -hmm. to it. It's terrible. It's just awful. But I didn't know what I was doing, and I just put a, a really yeah. crabby mic in front of us. Had no idea how to edit. Had no idea how to do any of that. Yeah. And uh, I'm just like I. But if you just wait till it's perfect and you try to get all the pieces right, you are just never right. going to put anything out. Never. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You just kind of get in there and do it like this. Like I've never done a podcast before. This is our, you know, this is the third one, right? Yes. But you know, episode eight, nine, hopefully it'll be a little bit better. This is yep. going fine too. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just like, you kind of got to get in, figure it out and do it. You know, like I had so many issues, like trying to set up all this equipment. That was intimidating to me. I Are you in your office? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Dude, yep. that's, that's goals for me. Like I want a like a little boom mic, you know what I mean? I see yours on an yep. arm. I want like the mine to be on a boom and, have like a legit yeah. setup and I'm just jammed in my basement right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's it's nice. I close the door or whatever, but got my how did you figure out how to start your podcast? What was one of the the biggest uh learning pieces for you? Um the biggest I guess having the format planned out and like what questions and like really like how to steer the conversation was a little intimidating for me like you know, someone's talking, I'm trying to listen to them. And then there's like bits and pieces of what they're saying that I can like ask another question on. We can go down that road. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, it was more like, I guess the biggest, the most intimidating thing for me was just keeping that conversation 
flowing, mm-hmm. right? While also trying to listen and be engaged, you know, cause like, like I sent you like the list of questions that, you know, we have in case there's any dead air we need, you know, to keep it going. I mean, we don't really need it, but you know, at least it's there for a backup, but I didn't want it to be like question one, question two. I didn't want it to be like a job interview. Yeah. I want it to be more like, like kind of like your, I'm sort of like, like your, your podcast, right? Like you kind of just like free flowing, right? Yeah. Right. And that's, I think that creates a better conversation. I mean, dude, you could talk yeah. to me for an hour straight with no gaps. I mean, we do it when we go to lunch with each other, you know, like right. you don't give yourself enough credit. Like that's, that's what a lot of people, when they think about trying to, like if I ask somebody to go on my podcast, like, I, I don't know if I could talk for an hour straight. I don't know if I could do it. And it's like, you can, we've done you it can. plenty of times. Yeah. You don't even realize we've done it plenty of yeah. times before. You know, yeah, it's just asking yeah. engaging questions and open ended questions is the biggest, biggest thing, yep. really. Yep. I think, you know, what it is for me, like even and I and I have this, you know, still when I shoot my videos, it's like I know what I want to say. As soon as that camera light turns on, I just feel like, OK, I just have to find the words somewhere yeah. in like space to like put them together. Right. But, you know, again, practice, keep it going and. Well, yeah, that's yeah. actually, I hate to steal Goodbye. one of the questions that you're going to ask, but like, how did you get over your fear of being on camera? Cause that's, that's a big like obstacle for people. It, yeah. Like I just did it right. Like I just, one day I was like, all right, I, I have to get, I, I want to grow my business. I know what, what my goals are, what I want to do. And you know, I just have to try and do it and just deal with, you know, the, you know, if I get made fun of or whatever it may be. And I, no one really made fun of me. It was more just kind of like a couple of my friends busted my balls. Yeah. Just don't wear um, a picnic table shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your picnic table shirt. Yeah. Um, honestly, I just did it. And like w- to your point earlier, like the first one I was like, I go back now and I'm like, I can't believe I posted that. Like, <laughs> what was I thinking? The camera, dude, it was so bad. Like it was like, I'm like dead out like this. We're like, talk like this but the camera's like up high like it's up high so i'm like talking up like this and like the lighting is like god awful i'm like oh my god i should just delete this thing but i just kept it up there whatever so yes to i wasn't you said you should be embarrassed by your first video i was extremely embarrassed by my first video yeah how about you that that just shows you didn't wait too long that's all um yeah yeah I don't, I never really had a fear being on camera. When you put a camera in front of me, if I don't know what I'm going to say, that's harder, right? Like if sure. you put a camera in my face and you're like, let's do a video on this. And I'm like, oh, well, that's when I stall and sputter and I say too much us. But if I have time yep. to just kind of like, all right, what, what am I going to think of? Uh, Cause being on camera was never like an issue for me. I, uh, in, in high school, my, my dad recently sent me all the videos of, uh, I was in video production class. So like we would, uh, essentially we had the cameras we'd film stuff with, we'd go to the classroom and we would edit them on final cut pro. Mm-hmm. So like I already had been on camera when I was younger and I knew how to like basically edit video and, and do some like minor things. Um, sure. so being on camera was always like natural, I had I can't say natural because like I remember being uh, 10th, 11th grade when I took that class and being like super nervous being on camera. But I was doing it with yeah. my friends and it was like us. We got to do a lot of really funny stuff. And that's kind of yeah. what that's what mattered to me. I should take those videos because I know I got them somewhere and upload them, even though they are terrible. <laughs> They're freaking <laughs> awful. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, that's there's another playlist for you. you just like put wicked embarrassing videos <laughs> from like whenever you first started there on your oh, youtube I, 
oh, I had so much hair and our videos are so cringy. They're so embarrassing. But I just, yeah. I got my practice in those classes and the the intention was never to be able to use that in my business because after high school, I went to college for graphic design and when I got out, I just went to retail full time. So it didn't like, it never had like a job where I really needed to focus on any of those things. So here right. I am like, 10, 12 years later, trying to revisit those things and like relearn how to use some of these things. Sure. That's um, interesting though. I kind of merged those worlds together for you though. Like, I know like, it's, it's kind of weird in hindsight. It's kind of weird how it all, how it all played out. Cause in high school I was big into to video production. And if you asked me in 10th grade, I was going to be a cameraman and like edit film and video and stuff. And then I don't know what it was. I just decided not to and ended up going into uh graphic design when i finished school i was just like i don't know if i want to do this for the rest of my life and yeah my job was like hey come work for us full-time and you know when you're 18 19 year old kid you're like yes full-time money but yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of trash money but anyways it's it was uh always just come kind of, like kind of natural because i've i've already i got my reps in when I was in yeah. 10th and 11th grade, but yeah. there are tons of different strategies you can do that can help you, uh, kind of overcome your, your fear of being on camera. Uh, one of them, uh, Glenda Baker on Instagram. She's like a little Louisiana Southern little real estate agent. And she yep. does a lot of like talking head videos, but she does a cool mix of like funny stories uh and like education pieces she never looks yep. directly in the camera it's always just slightly off centered and she's like looking mm -hmm. at a target over here when she talks and okay. she i remember hearing her on a podcast say that for her when she looks into the camera lens she feels like all the eyes are on her but when she's just like focusing mm. on this little like piece on the wall she can talk about pretty much anything so there's like That's different tips you can do to kind of get yourself over yeah. your your fear of video yeah do you follow anybody else that you have maybe gotten some tips from or mm. you know maybe try yeah. to emulate on social media yeah glenda baker's awesome because she just uh she's very much her genuine self she's silly she's that southern bell uh yeah. and then another one uh part of um Tom Ferry's group is a gentleman by the name of uh, Jason Pantana. He does, I don't know if it's going to show on here. Yep. Uh, okay. But he does a lot of uh, training videos for specifically focused on real estate agents. Uh, okay. And it's all like, hey, this is how you should use your Google business. This is how you can get a little bit more out of your Instagram page. Hey, you like TikTok? Here's a cool tip. So like a lot of what he does is focus centrally around real estate agents. Um, mm -hmm. And they're always like cool, educational, quick minute little tips, you know? Yeah. Um, that, that's what's great about social media. Because like there's, if you don't know how to do something, you can find yeah. an account in two seconds and they yeah. can give you so many different pointers. Is there anybody else that you? Yeah, I was just thinking like um, uh, there's a guy, his name, I'm so jealous I don't have this this name. It's Closing with Corey, spelled the same way as me, Closing oh, with Corey. And he has a lot of great content. And there's one, uh, I can never say his last name. I'll I'm going to butcher it, but I'll, I'll send you uh, his name after. Okay. Uh, Kyrus Ben or Ben Kyr. He has a lot of really cool real estate videos that he does. And what I like about these people is it's like, it's never like you should do business with me. Please do business with me. Please refer. It's always like, 
uh, Ben is located in LA. So like he did a really cool video on LA has uh, a new bridge that got built that was like designed by uh, an artistic architectural artistic uh, dude who basically it connects one part of LA to an art, the artist district in downtown LA. And he did a video explaining like, check this out. It took this long to build and this much money went into it. This is cool. Check it out. And he's like talking about his community, which is like something that I think that I need to do more of. And like Micron's coming to Syracuse or like check out, uh, the new dome is talking about putting a giant JMA logo on top of the dome. And like, I want to do a little bit more like focused on community. And that's what I think he does really successfully with his, with his page. Yeah. Um, I think those are like the, my big three, my favorite three that I follow. Um, and of course Tom Ferry, like Tom Ferry, I follow too, cause he's got some motivational stuff. Um, but yeah, though, I like them because there are other real estate agents that you can get like your inspiration from. And like, exactly. not for nothing, dude, there's a lot of great agents in our own market that have great Instagram pages. Uh, yep. I'll shout out Corinne Borio. She's got a really great Instagram. Yeah. It's like so perfectly branded to who she is. I really think it yep. looks clean and like you could really tell she puts a lot of time and effort into it. So I think that that's great, too. Uh, and Marianne Ace, she's another one that I feel like I her Instagram her. is like top notch. I think she yeah. is. She kind of like raises the bar really high for and just in terms yeah. of social media for the for the rest of yeah. us. Um, her YouTube is. Uh, I know she's gotten like clients directly from from those videos on YouTube. Yeah, too, so. right. Like, yeah. and those are just local agents in our market that are able to capitalize on social media. So I look at a lot of those. Like, I look up to a lot of those people too. Um, and I, I like I hate to plug like more people that are going to be at the summit, but like Ryan Millard has got yep. a really good social media presence. Like he's really silly, goofy. He shows that side of him and he shows that he's like a, a, a local expert. And yep. um, we're just uh, I don't know. It's just it's nice because in- Instagram and all these other social media platforms can be a, a source of inspiration for you. They don't have to just right. be like plug something in and then never look at it again like i like to look at those people to inspire me on how i can make my social media better you know yeah yeah because they really knock it out of the park they've really got some great stuff corinne marianne and uh ryan are like my three favorite even though there's there's tons more in our market that do have a great social media yeah Yeah, there's um i was gonna say so you mentioned um you know wanting to do more like community stuff is that some of your goals for for next year maybe producing more content like that yeah i think next year is going to be more like front facing on syracuse as a whole um Mm -hmm. even like particularly i've grown up in north syracuse so like maybe some more content focused on like what's going on in north syracuse um but that kind of stuff really shows that you're like the local mayor right like you're the virtual mayor of of your town and i think a lot of people like to see what's going on in, in their area, you know? Yeah. There's gonna be a lot to talk about up in that, you know, the Northern suburbs, right? You know, yeah. you mentioned Micron, you know, that's going to be huge for the Northern suburbs. So yeah, that's going to be big for Clay. that's going to be, uh, that's not like, not even big, just like immediately, but like generationally, like for the next yeah. 10, 15 years, we'll have, we'll feel the effects of that place. Sure. Sure. Do you have any other, you know, goals for next year that you wanted to, trying to accomplish for either what social media or just business wise yeah i um with me taking that iti course like i gotta 
I'm getting the ball rolling right now on how I can teach more continuing ed classes um, and like really focus on giving give like giving more back to the real estate community because for so long I've had to juggle uh, retail and real estate and in 2020 I was able to cut that cord completely yeah. and um, I've spent the last couple of years just kind of like focusing on myself but I really would like to you know give back to uh, our communities real estate agents mortgage lenders and like doing more of an education piece um, yeah but in my business too like I, I do want to grow uh my business uh my goal i would love to hit five million next year five six million would be my goal going into next year um but i mean now is now is the time to start planning and prepping and kind of right. building your way to that point but i would yep. think that's probably my my top i would, i want to definitely teach more and teach my first ce class mm -hmm. and uh to still continually like kind of grow my business out yeah for you, you what, what is your like, goals for this coming year oh this coming year um let's see so i i'd like to try next year i'd like to try and hit like gosh i'd like to try and hit like 18 mm -hmm. mil for production um i want to like just kind of like you like i have my like grower plateau academy right so i want to i want to do more classes more you know that kind of thing um, I want to plan and do another social media summit. You know, you're going to be on the panel for the one in this year, 2022, but, um, you know, next year I want to make it even, what we, Marianne, Morgan and Ryan want to make it even bigger event, uh, next year. So get that going. Um, but then also I want to finish my license for, um, North Carolina and Florida. Those are the two. Oh, so you'd be a licensed agent down there or mortgage rep. Uh, mortgage. Mortgage. Yep. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So we're licensed in 48 States. Um, and I finished the class that I have to do for, um, North Carolina and Florida. Um, now it's more like paperwork kind of thing and getting the state to like, yep. you know, move forward. Yeah. So yeah, those are probably that. my, yeah, I know. Uh, those going are back my, to what you said, uh, I hate to derail you, but I want to say before we move too far on, uh, about the social media summit, when Ryan called me, about that he said something that something that made me say yes to it because i've always believed that in real estate it's like it's definitely a competitive business but i think that mindset is changing a lot more yeah and ryan had said to me he is like I'm, i want to shift the mindset away from like we're all competitors and more like we are cooperative agents trying to kind of have a better sense of community. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Ryan's from Coldwell or, you know, Marianne's from hunt and like all of these people still, uh, still have, there's enough business to go around. There's enough food on the table exactly. for everybody. You know what I mean? And I, exactly. when he said that, I was like, that's a no brainer, dude. I'm going to say yes to that. Cause I've always believed that. I think we're, we're, yeah. there is not a famine mentality for us and I, no. I want a lot of agents to get over that famine mentality yeah um, i think you're absolutely right i think that's totally changing on on your guys side, like the agent side for sure you know i think with the younger agents coming in and like they just have a it's just a different mentality right more community i mean which i think makes for a better transaction for the buyers and sellers because now you guys have rapport with each other and makes the transaction so much more smoothly rather right. than having this like contentious you know you know, 
agent on the other side maybe yeah like a, a lot less friction and you can it's yeah. at the end of the day no matter what like we are working for our client's best interest but at the end of the day it takes two to tango and it takes two to get to the closing table so it's like mm -hmm. we're still being business professionals and still keeping on the best interests of our clients in mind yep um yeah i didn't mean to derail you too much from your goals i just you'd mentioned no the no summit i wanted to make sure ryan got his props because when he had said that to me i was like yep sign me up yeah. whatever you guys are doing you guys want me there all day you want me there for an hour or whatever yep i'm there yeah we said we also the same thing you know it's it's like we want this to be like more community and you know everybody can learn something from each other um because you know if if you asked you know if i asked you or i asked denise van patten or if i east if i asked uh josh turner right how did you guys grow your business? I'm going to get three different answers from three different people, yep. right? So it's not like one cookie cutter way to grow your business. And what worked works for you might work, you know, differently for someone else, right? Yep. So I think we can all, I think everybody can learn something from each other and just take bits and pieces from, you know, that, that might work for them. They can implement their own business. Yep. It's plenty to eat at the table for everybody. It's Thanksgiving dinner. For sure. There's not, there's going to be leftovers. It's, it's all yeah. good. It's, uh, maybe we're competing on the same house, but at the end of the day, we're still professionals. We're still, uh, all in it for the same idea, which is to help people right. obtain their dream of home ownership, you know? Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, how much prepping right, so went into that summit for you guys? This, it's, we're still prepping right now. Um, we are finishing up our, like, we're doing, like, our slides and our work. We have a work booklet that we're doing. So we're finishing that up. Um, and then we have some more, like, you know, promotional items that we're going to be giving away. So um, one of the raffle items or uh, giveaways that we're doing is, like, a social media starter pack. So we're going to be raffling off, like, a ring light, um, one of those, like, like little lapel mics that go right here on your, nice. on your shirt. And um, like a little stand for your phone. Nice. So that's a little kit that we'll give away. Um, but we're right now just kind of ironing out um, the work booklet and then the slides. Um, but it'll be a great event. You know, we have the food truck. Kevin Little's food truck's going to be here. Um, so it'll, it'll it'll be good. I'm looking forward. Those tacos are awesome. I've had. I went to I uh, had Kevin's it. food truck when uh, it was at the uh, did that like food truck roundup at the Great Northern Mall. Oh yeah. my god, his tacos were awesome. Really? Oh my god. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I scarfed down way too many of those. Way too many. Yeah. I, What's so I the idea of the summit is like uh it's gonna be like almost like a convention like idea, right? Yeah, exactly. So um, you know, there's gonna be, you know, different time slots, right? One, two, three, four. And you know, you don't necessarily have to be here for the whole, you know, from noon to five, right? You know, you can come from twelve thirty to one thirty, and then come back for the panel at four. You know, you can kind of pick it, pick and pick and choose when you want to be here. Um, but it's exactly right. It's panel. Um, we're gonna. It's me. I'm talking about reels and TikTok, um, where you know I'm I'm more gonna be more of a conversation and having people ask me questions and also kind of jotting down some some notes in the workbook that might get them thinking. Mm -hmm. um, we're also gonna be. Uh, having someone here to do um, like headshots. So if someone wants to get their, um, you know, branding photos done, that's going to be available here. Um, and then we also have the ability um, to do um, actually shoot video. So you can learn, you know, what, you know, do reels or whatever you want to do. 
And then you can come, we have another room upstairs in the auditorium where we're going to have set up, you know, the ring light, camera, microphone. And if you wanted to um, shoot a couple videos or have as many videos as you want, you're going to have the ability to do that too. Nice. So Really cool. Where a, did you guys get this idea? Sorry to turn this into uh, me interviewing no, so, you. Yeah, no. It's So um, it was, gosh, it was like in the summer sometime and Morgan, Marianne, and Ryan were... I think they were at lunch or something like that. And they were just talking about what if we started doing this? And they're like, Oh shit, we should call Chris. So like, I got a call from, I think it was Marianne while they were at lunch. And I'm like, we totally, you know, we need to like do this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in, just tell me what I got to do. And we met the next week and that was it. Nice. So it was, it's the kind of like their brainchild and, uh, you know, I'm happy to be part of it. So it's been, it's been cool. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. I'm really pumped to see. Uh, it's a really unique yeah. idea that I don't see uh, anybody really uh, anybody really doing, even yeah. in different I'd, markets. I'd love to. Yeah, I'd love to do it. You know, like I said, I want to do like we'd love to do a bigger one next year, and who knows? Like maybe if it grows big enough, we do you know a social media summit Syracuse. We do a social media summit Rochester. Maybe like we kind of go down the throughway, right? Who right. Knows? Um, but you know, it's um, again the, the whole goal of it is. You know, there's plenty of business for everybody. We can all learn from each other. Hopefully, people can um, take some bits and pieces from the summit and implement it in their business, and you know, grow it themselves. Yeah, amen. I love that. So, I love the uh, that idea. I love that that mindset. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're kind of coming up here on an hour here. So I want to let you go. I know you got. You're, you're busy too, but so at the end of every podcast, and this was actually your idea when we ate lunch up at Hafner's, is to ask the same question three, like three, the same three questions to, to, to people who are on the podcast, Heck right? Yeah. All right. So the first one is, what is one book you think everyone looking to grow their business in real estate should read? That's a great question, and now you're exposing me that I hardly ever read. I just listen to audiobooks or podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you sent me the question, and I saw that audiobooks one, are reading. Yeah, like it's I just, uh, right? honestly, technically read a book. I I can't think of a book, but a lot of the source of information I get, like if you're looking for maybe just like material to yeah, help you more follow in your business. I yeah. I always recommend Tom Barry podcast. He puts out like three a week. Um, if podcasts are your way to go, or if you like watching him, he also does videos and all of his videos, like you're not, you don't have to pay for his coaching. He's pretty much just putting his coaching out there on YouTube already. And, uh, he takes different real estate agents, like top performing agents around the world, not even mm -hmm. just, uh, USA, like even Canada, you know? Um, and yep. it's, I find it inspiring, maybe not not all of them, but I, every time I listen to one of his podcasts, I'm learning a new, a new business habit to, yeah. to do every, every single, every single time. Yeah. You can take some bits and pieces from anything he says, right? Even if yeah. You yeah. I mean, people call, uh, R and D research and development rip off and duplicate. I mean, he's the, he yeah. preaches about that all the time. Yeah. Like I never heard that like that. Yeah. You like that? It's I, yeah, that would, that was a great because it's like, yeah, I mean, what what Chris is successful with his talking head videos? What is what do you do that makes it successful? How could you make that successful for your own business? And what if you're like not even a real estate agent, you're a garage door salesman? Like you could you could literally do an educational video on garage doors and people people mm. would want to listen to that, you know, quick right. 30 second videos, you know? Yep, yep, for sure. That's great. All right. 
what should everyone who is a real estate agent either stop doing or start doing? Um, that, that's a great question, but I think every agent should really get into making content and it doesn't matter what platform you're on. I think every agent has to get in the mindset of building content because that content is going to be refreshed, reused, repurposed in the future. And you are going to win long term if you're putting out content because you're going to be in the face of everybody. And it's not to say that like other prospecting tools are are dead and over with, like mailers are still very effective if you know how to use them. But mm -hmm. don't like don't be afraid to start putting things out online like content, either it's video or podcast or blog posts or whatever your niches you should start putting out content because that's how you're gonna win in the future like this content stuff is not just like post it get immediate gratification you get 20 leads this is gonna right. be a long-term nurture that you're gonna start looking in the business as as the expert in in your market yep. yeah i view it as like i always call it like a digital handshake Yes. And I don't remember where I heard that term from, but I was like, damn, I like that. Yeah, that, like that's a great way to put it because it is like you, when you start putting out, Jason Pantana has this line and I'm hopefully I'm not gonna fudge it up, but people don't do business with you uh, because they are, people do business with you because of how you convey information. People don't do business with you because you work at XYZ Brokerage. People mm -hmm. like to work with Ryan Millard because when they see his funny videos, they know he's he's got a sense of humor and they can connect with that. So people yep. will choose to work with you by the way, by the means that you convey your expertise, the way that you either communicate with that or you show them online or or in person, that's what's gonna land you those leads. It's a it's a nice digital handshake and social media gives you that that glimpse into their life, you know? Yep, for sure. All right, last one. This is a tough one. Where can everyone find you online? Oh yeah. So uh you can find me on Instagram, uh frothy underscore Lawson, and it's a nickname I've had since I was in high school and I refuse to put realtor Lawson or CNY Lawson agent. Frothy Lawson has been my nickname forever. F-R-O-T-H-Y underscore Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N. Uh, and uh, you can find my Twitter, same handle. If you go to, it's probably easy. If you just go to my Instagram, you can click my, uh, the link that's in my bio and they'll take you to all my social media links. I just, uh, I'm not giving up that name and it's such a good conversation piece. Everybody loves to bring it up. <laughs> like I've, I've, I've sat and across the table from a seller and a seller without like me even prompting anything, they'll be like, so how did you get the nickname frothy? And they love to hear the story. You know, they, they like love to hear it. So I like, well now I need to hear it. So what is the story? So you know, like when you were like in 10th grade, you know, like when you'd hang out with your friends and you like, you guys were up too late and like everything was just like silly and funny. We were yeah. all making up stories. It was after one of the UFC fights. We're all sitting around at my friend Mike's house. We're all trying to come up with funny stories of we just making mm -hmm. up these weird stories of each other. And my friend John said that Corey is just so tiny that every night his mom tucks him into bed. So his mom comes around the side, tucks him into bed all nice and has to put uh, a cup of milk in the microwave, heat the milk up to the perfect temperature and has to stir it. So it's completely frothy and nice and bubbly. 
and then Corey can actually go to sleep. Like he's got a routine and we all just started dying laughing. And then one thing led to another and they all just started calling me frothy for my entire high school career. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that was it. Holy cow. So like people, people <laughs> love that story. And like, it's, it's not the best story in the world, but it's like people have now, now when people see frothy, they, they immediately think of me when, when they hear yeah. that, that word yep. and I'm not letting go of it. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'd keep it, man. Keep it going. Frothy uh, Lawson. I love it. Dude. Well, thanks right, for thanks, uh, having me on. This yeah. was really cool. I'm glad to, uh, to hear, yeah. uh, hear the episodes when does your like first episode drop or has it already and i don't even know it it has not yet so um i'm gonna be batching them you know we'll edit them and then post them i'll probably do you know probably one a week i think i'll release them on monday mondays mondays um but yeah yeah so i'll i'll, I'll be releasing these probably in the next week or two so nice it'll be out there dude thanks so, for yeah, i appreciate that. you coming what up. a cool opportunity i got you got to do my podcast and now i got to do yours yeah. this is uh it's cool to see i'm excited to see like who you have and kind of like what direction you go in because it's uh podcast is just definitely such a cool reflection of uh your personality yeah yeah i'm hoping to you know obviously i have a bunch of people that i want to interview you know in our market here in syracuse but uh, there's people that I, you know, I'd love to interview down in, you know, out in Rochester, Albany, or even like Raleigh, North Carolina, down in, you know, Tampa, Florida. So yeah. different, different markets. I'd love to just kind of because I think it'd be cool to interest to interview people from different markets and see if other agents here in Syracuse can take bits and pieces from other agents in other areas, right? So yeah. that's the ultimate goal of it. So yeah, and you'd be yeah. surprised who will say yeah. Like I out of Everybody that I've asked since I've done my podcast, I think maybe like two people have turned it down. Everybody is always like, yeah, sure. When do you want to do it? Yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's it? You don't want to hear anything yeah. else about it? Like you're just down? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. That's awesome. Everybody's that's out. So who's your next? Who, I was just going to say next before guest? the end, I just want to make sure that you get some love because a lot of times when you're the host, no, like it's always the folks of, of the guest, right? Like since yeah. I've gotten the business... Uh, we started roughly the same time and you were one of the first agent, one of the first lenders that I connected with. And ever since, since 2018, you and I have worked really closely together because of a few reasons. One, your communication is fantastic Two, I never like have to second guess anything you're doing. You're like upfront, honest with me and whatever client that I send your way. And I also like that our lives also have kind of like the same threads. We both like the educational yeah. piece and I just, uh, all around you're a good human being and I want to make sure that, that that gets noted on your podcast. I appreciate that, man. I, I, I can echo the same thing. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Who's your, so who's your next guest on your podcast? <laughs> uh, so next Friday, uh, episode drops with my own mother. <laughs> Oh, no way. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I did it with my dad like a year ago. And uh, yeah. a lot of people thought it was awesome because like what's cool is like when you sit down for like with your mother for an hour and just like talk with her. Like we just my mom was like, I don't know. What are we going to talk about, honey? I'm like, mom, we talk about all stuff all the time. What do you mean? Yeah. So she I was like, here, write 10 questions down. I'll write 10 questions down and we'll just ask each other questions back and forth. So uh, that's uh, that one's coming with uh my mom next friday and then two weeks after that i got uh author of this book who uh used to be martial arts is called uh the art of selling memberships by uh eric russell um he's a great guy um so yeah i'm excited there's some cool episodes coming up that are not all real estate related 
Yeah, where can people find the podcast? Uh, podcast is Corey Cast. You could find it on Spotify, which this past week we just launched with Jen Hall. If you watch it on Spotify or you listen on Spotify, you can watch it on video on Spotify. Um, nice. And any podcatcher app that you want, you can even go on YouTube. Just type in Corey Cast, and it'll pop right up, and you can watch, watch or listen, whatever your uh, taste is. Awesome. Well, cool. Thanks, man. Uh, again, I appreciate you hopping on here. Take the time to uh, to chat with me. This is great. Heck yeah, dude. Likewise. Thanks for having me. This has uh, been a pure, pure joy. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, likewise, buddy.